This is Retro Sports Radio. Visit RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. The 1936 Major League Baseball All-Star Game was held at Braves Field in Boston. It's most notable for the appearance of rookie Joe DiMaggio in the starting lineup. At the break, he was hitting 354 with 11 home runs, 27 doubles, and 62 RBI. The National League, looking to win their first All-Star game after three straight losses, threw Dizzy Dean of the Cardinals on the mound to start the game. Dizzy led the majors with 30 wins in 1934 and 28 in 1935. You can find links to more info on the featured players, teams, and stadium in the episode description. Also, please be sure to like and subscribe in order to help out our channel. Enjoy the game. Reporting to you now from National League Field in Boston, where the fourth All-Star game of history will begin in about 15 minutes. For the past hour or so, the great stars of the baseball world have been performing to the delight of the thousands of fans who are jammed the beehive to witness today's clash between the electric stars of the National and the American League. Boston has taken on a World Series atmosphere with cheering fans greeting their baseball favorites from all over the country with a frenzy that's characteristic of this good old baseball-loving city. Not just the World Series of 1914 of this field, now called National League Field, but still called Braves Field by the Diet and the Wolf fans, for not since then has this time been so covered with big names in baseball. Early this morning, the fans began to arrive, and with a day that couldn't be any better, the All-Star Game will make another historical chapter in the series. The proceeds, as you know, are for needy ball players, and a good sum will be realized for these men who contributed to the game in other and better days. This afternoon, the fields, uh, the bleachers are still vacant in a good many sections, so that there's still a chance for a good many fans to come out here and get seats for the game. The grandstand, of course, which has been reserved, will be filled at capacity by game time, but there are still plenty of seats out there in the bleachers, uh, many vacant spots being noticed by our, uh, those of us who are in the booth here atop the grandstand. And this attendance now, which I think would approximate about 28 or 30,000, you think that's a fair estimate, Fred? 28 or 30,000, uh, compared this way with the attendance of the previous All-Star Games. Bridge was in Chicago in 1933, where the idea of the game, by the way, was originated by Art Ward. The attendance was close to 50,000. In New York in 1934, there were nearly 49,000 fans. And in Cleveland last year, almost 70,000 fans watched the leading players of both leagues. So far, the stars of the American League have won all the star games. And here's the start. The results of the past 12 star battles in 1933 at Comiskey Park in Chicago, the American League has won by a score of 4 to 2. Four runs, 12 hits, and one error. The National All-Stars, two runs, eight hits, and no errors. At that time, Hallahan, Wanaki, and Hubble, and Wilson, and Hartnett, and Gomez, Crowder, Grove, and Rick Farrell were on the mound and catching respects. In 1934, at the Polo Grounds in New York, the American League is again won by a score of 9-7. to seven. Nine runs, 14 hits, and one error. The National League is seven runs, eight hits, and one error. And the batteries, Hubble, Warnicky, Mungo, Izzy Dean, Frank House, and Hartnett, and Lopez, Gomez, Ruffing, Harder, Dickey, and Cochran. In 1935, at the Municipal Stadium in Cleveland, the American League is again won, this time by a score of 4-1, to one, four runs, eight hits, and no errors. The National League is one run, four hits, and one error. Walker, Schumacher, Derringer, Izzy Dean, and Wilson, and Hartnett, Gomez, Harder, and Hensley for the best. And now, plenty of the fans are out here today hoping for a National League win. Advancing the idea that Charlie Grimm will make it a ball game with plenty of fight in it rather than a parade of stars before the fans, they expect to see the National League as avoid the fourth defeat in this all-star series. 
Joe McCarty, the American League manager, substituted for Mickey Cotton, is said to be inclined to the feeling that the game should be considered an exhibition game, and that plenty of substitutions should be made in order to give the fans a chance to see their favorite. More than two million fans have made the selections of the players, and each manager has added to the results of the polls his own selections of additional players. And here is the squad as it is out here at National League Field today for the American League. In the outfield, Joe Maggio, New York. Earl April, Cleveland. Bruce Dawson of Detroit. George Selkirk, New York. Ray Radcliffe of Chicago. Ben Chapman of Washington. Infielders, Charlie Geringer of Detroit, Luke Appling, Chicago, Frank Facetti of New York, Lou Gehrig of New York, Jimmy Fox of Boston, Boston Red Sox, and Frankie Higgins of Philadelphia. Pitchers, Lefty Grove of Boston, Vernon Kennedy of Chicago, Mel Harder of Cleveland, Vernon Gomez of New York, Marty Pearson of New York, and Schoolboy Roy of Detroit. Catchers, Rick Farrell of the Red Sox, Bill Dickey of the Yankees, and Riley Hensley of St. Louis. Manager, as I told you, will be Joe McCarty, who's substituting for Mickey Cotton, and Joe Cannon, the Red Sox manager, will be a coach along with Arthur Fletcher of New York, with a trainer for the American League squad, Scott Peter of New York. Now, here's the National League squad, uh, as it will fit in the dugout. Outfielders, Joe Medrick, St. Louis, Mel Arthur, New York, Wally Berger of Boston, Augie Delan of Chicago, Frank Summary of Chicago, Joe Moore of New York. The infielders will be Bill Herman of Chicago, Aki Vaughn, Pittsburgh, Jimmy Collins, St. Louis, Leo DeRocha of St. Louis, Lou Riggs of Cincinnati, Gus Sewer of Pittsburgh, Stu Martin of St. Louis, and Arthur Whitney of Connemac's team. The pitchers will be Dizzy Dean of St. Louis, Kyle Hubble, New York, Kirk Davis of Chicago, Van Mungo of Brooklyn, Lon Warnicke of Chicago. And the catchers will be Gabby Houghton of Chicago and Ernie Lombardi of Cincinnati. Charlie Grimm will manage the National League squad, and the coaches will be Bill McKechnie of the Boston Bees and Jimmy Wilson of Philadelphia. Trainer is Andy Lockshaw of Chicago, and the umpires for today's game will be Bill Stewart, John R. Ridden, William Summers, and Louis Cole. And Fred Oy, when he gives you the play-by-play description, uh, will give you the starting lineup as it is announced for the beginning of the game this afternoon. There goes the cheer from the crowd and the applause as that comedy man of baseball, Al Jack, uh, comes out to a square ring, which has been five fighting ring, which has been uh, just put up uh, just on the third baseline. And Al, with his, uh, with his characteristic uh, uh, long-tailed coat and with his... Uh, under draws, and that's what he's wearing today, showing with his socks rolled down, has gone into his old gag with a few of his trainers and his seconds down there, and that's pantomime dice game. And as he rolls the dice and uh, uh, calls for the uh, lock of the corner, which he gets, uh, he uh, loses, and of course goes through the, the characteristic motions of the man who has lost what he wants to win. And now he has taken his long tail coat off, and he has a pair of purple tights, and a jersey that is half white and half black. Uh, he's made up to resemble a colored boxer, and I don't know whether he's going through a pantomime uh, or whether he's going to have an opponent. I guess it's going to be a little shadow boxing. He steps out to receive the applause uh, of the crowd. His seconds take him over to the corner, uh, one corner and then the other, so that Al Shack is going to play both corners. And now there is the referee as he raises his hand, and uh, uh, Al Shack salams to him, and I think that this uh, will be a shadow boxing exhibition on the part of Al Shack. While Al is going through that Adamon down there. Now let me give you the batting averages of the outfielders in the American League squad. Demetrio of New York, 358. Averill of Cleveland, 348. So 
Roosevelt of New York, 318, Radcliffe of Chicago, 375, Chapman of Washington, 285, and Gosling of Detroit, 321. And boy, those sure are star batting average. The catchers are Dickey of New York, 362, Hemsley of St. Louis, 298, and Rick Farrell of Boston, 280. Uh, all of this cheering and laughter which you hear from the background uh, from the fans here for Al Jack who has just knocked himself down as he is doing his shadow boxing there's the count on the part of the referee he gets up at the count of four and as he gets up he gets his own glove in the way knocks himself out again and the water boy and all of the seconds rush in to see if they can revive Mr. Jack again to the batting averages of the American League and the infielders uh, Geringer of Detroit, 356, Appling of Chicago, 370, Gehrig of New York, 399, Jimmy Fox of Boston, 331, Higgins of Philadelphia, 285, and Corsetti of New York, 319. That laughter from the fans came as uh, Al Shack went to his corner and uh, supposedly knocked out, and instead of him being revived, he started to revive his trainer who assumed his place on the stool in the corner. Jack is now dizzying himself around down there as he is made up in black face, as I have told you. Half of his face is black and the other half has not had any makeup on it. And he is going through now a slow motion gag of his, which has always been particularly popular with the fans. Uh, the referee is also going through the slow motion. And uh, with a slow motion smack to his chin, uh, he is uh, going through all of the... <laughs> All of the different punches that uh, uh, you see when you see a prize fight. He's right down in slow motion, and I think he's getting a little applause for, for this gesture as he knocks himself out in slow motion and idly uh, relaxes and responds. There's a big puddle of water right in his face, which takes his makeup off, and the fans are being treated to a lot of fun here before the ball game starts this afternoon. I see if we can pick up the applause from out there for our chat. Thank you very much, Don. The uh, seconds are taking down the ring from the third, the third baseline, and Jack now is posing for the various photographers after he has given his uh, comedy sketch to the fans who are here at the National League Field. There are still plenty of seats in the bleachers of Lexington Field, so that those who live around the territory where the game is being played, if they get out here, I think we'll have a chance to get some seats this afternoon. Don't you think so, Fred? It'll be a great game to come out and watch, and it's a wonderful day for a ball game. Let me give you now the records of the pitchers in the uh, American League All-Star Sports. Lefty Grove of Boston won 10 and lost 3. Gomez of New York won 7 and lost 3. Marty Pearson of New York won 11 and lost 3. Schoolboy Row of Detroit won 7 and lost 4. Uh, Kennedy of Chicago won 9 and lost 4. Del Harder of Cleveland won 10 and lost 6. Uh, there's the averages for the American League squad. Now let's look over at the National League statistics. The outfielders, we have uh, Medwick of St. Louis, 329, Art of New York, 321, Berger of Boston, 268, Demery of Chicago, 328, Moore of New York, 307, and Augie Galan of Chicago, 284. Uh, there are two catches on the National League squad, uh, Hartnett of Chicago and Lombardi of Cincinnati. Uh, Hartnett with uh, 308 average and Lombardi with 314. And the infield averages are the members of the squad. Thurman of Chicago, 316. Warren of Pittsburgh, 292. Sewer of Pittsburgh, 349. Collins of St. Louis, 329. Dewey Martin of St. Louis, 349. Mickey Whitney of Philadelphia, 277. Leo DeRosa of St. Louis, 301. And Riggs of Cincinnati, 251. And here is the average of the pitchers of the National League squad. The Virginia of St. Louis, 114 and lost four. That's against Lefty Groves, winning of 10 and losing of three games. 
Hubble of New York, 10 and 5. Mungo of Brooklyn, 8, 1, 8, and lost 10. Warnicky of Chicago, 1, 8, 1, 8, and uh, uh, lost 4. And Davis of Chicago, an even up with 7 and 7. And Fred has, has a note for me, uh, which I'd like you to put in, Fred. Will you shoot it right into my phone there? Grove has won 11 and lost 3. He won Sunday's game. Okay, I should have told you, fans, that these statistics that I'm giving to you uh, come up to the holiday games, and Fred, of course, was broadcasting the games every day here, always has the last-minute statistics, so that that gives uh, Lefty another win. That was the one-to-nothing shutout, wasn't it, Fred, uh, over the athletics. And now the uh, umpires of the day, uh, Bill Stewart and Johnny Redden and Bill Summers and Louis Coles are down around home plate. And I think just in a few minutes they'll be discussing the ground rules uh, with the board of strategy of the American League as well as of the uh, National League squad. Yes, I think uh, there's Joe Cronin down there of the Red Sox and Arthur Fletcher of New York and Joe McCarthy, uh, the American League board of strategy, and uh, conferring with them, uh, Charlie Grimm and uh, the others who are uh, managing along with him, Bill McKechnie of the Bees and Jimmy Wilson of Philadelphia. Uh, there are the batteries which are being announced now, and I'm going to ask Fred if he'll give you the starting lineup of the All-Star Game. You are, Fred. All right, well, I understand you. Hello, everybody. Fred Hoy speaking. We're about to broadcast the All-Star Game from the American League team. Here's the American League batting order. Batter number one is Luke Appling, shortstop from the White Sox. Batter number two is Charlie Garinger, the second baseman from Detroit. Batter number three is Joe DiMaggio, playing right field from the New York Yankees. Batter number four is Luke Gehrig, first baseman from the New York Yankees. In center field, batting number five is Earl Averill, center fielder, from Cleveland. Then comes Rick Farrell, the catcher, from the Red Sox. Field, Rip Radcliffe from the White Sox, and Frank Pinky Higgins, third baseman, and comes Lefty Grove, the pitcher. And in the National League, batter number one is Augie Galan from the Chicago Cops, center fielder. Batter number two is Billy Herman, second baseman from the Chicago Cops. Batter number three is Rip Collins, first baseman from the Cardinals. In left field is Joe Medley from the Cardinals. In right field, Frank Demery from the Chicago Cubs. Catcher, Gabby Hartner on the Chicago Cubs. Third baseman, Pinky Whitney from the Phillies. And shortstop, Leo DeRosa from the St. Louis Cardinals. And pitcher, Dizzy Dean on the Cards. Lefty Gold pitching for the American League team has won 11 games to all three. Dizzy Dean pitching for the National League team has won 14 and lost four. The uh, umpires are now in a huddle down there with the coaches and captains over the ground rules here. Since they've changed uh, this field around here, they've moved it 15 feet to the left here. Nearer the grandstand, they have to have a uh, very long discussion before every series on the new ground rules. The umpires of play will be being written, and we don't know just how those other umpires are going to work. The other umpires are Bill Summers, Bill Stewart, and Louis Cole. And three of those umpires come from uh, Massachusetts. Bill Stewart is from Milton, Massachusetts. Bill Summers is from Upton, Massachusetts. And uh, 
Gene's Redden, born and raised in Taunton, Massachusetts. The first batter coming up for the American League will be Luke Appling. Luke is 25 years old, stands 5'10", and weighs 175. Last season, Luke batted 307. He's now batting 315. A lot of 375 fans. He's second to Luke Gehrig in the American League batting average. Albring has played in one all-star game. He went to bat four times, made one hit, and had an average of 2.50. Another chance to see the sensational player Joe DiMaggio here on the Yankees. And uh, recently, Joe Cohen, manager of Red Sox, paid him a wonderful tribute. He said, Joe said, if I had a boy whom I wanted to teach the proper way to bat, I'd make him study DiMaggio at the plate. When I first broke into the Major League, several good batters gave me some very definite instructions. I can remember all the things they told me to do right now. When I see DiMaggio up at bat, I can't help recall those instructions because he does everything just according to Hoyle. DiMaggio stands with his bat steady and ready. Takes only a short step, hits with a level swing. He delays his swing until he sees what type of pitch is coming. He's inside pitches. He punches outside pitches to right field. He seems to be a batter without a weakness. He seldom strikes out. When you get him out, you consider yourself lucky. That's a wonderful tribute to that successful boy, Joe DiMaggio, from San Francisco, by his fellow talented Joe Corrin, manager of the Boston Red Sox. Now, Bryce is still discussing the ground rules down there. There's Tommy Graham, Joe McCarney, Bill McKechnie, Joe Corrin, Leo DeRosa, everybody but Al Scott. Fidalgo's from the field. He's got a place up there on the top of the press box. And we're about to start this game. Grand Sand is uh, well filled up. Some seats in the left field bleachers and also in first base. And the field is fairly well filled up. But while we seem to be getting into a little difficulty before we start our game down here, uh, the umpires and the managers of both uh, clubs, uh, the all-star clubs, have been in a long conference down here on the ground rules. And Fred, you check me if I'm incorrect in this, but I think that uh, uh, they have uh, gone through this conference just beyond home plate. And I think I probably overheard the umpire call for Judge Landis over there. Yes, I think that's right. Isn't that the commissioner who's coming up? And now the both uh, boards of strategy and the umpires are conferring with Judge Landis uh, just outside the dugout of the American Leaguers who are wearing the traveling uniform today. And uh, the conference, imagine, will be over uh, some point of the ground rules. This is the largest playing surface of any field in either league. And, of course, uh, uh, no ground rules are in effect because the crowd, uh, there's still plenty of room for the crowd here. And, uh, of course, before the game began, Bob Quinn was with Kyle Quinn putting this game over in Boston and giving out the information uh, that only the capacity of 42,000 would be allowed. 
but there's still a chance for a few thousand to get into the game. Uh, there's the judge who once again has stepped in uh, to the ground rules argument, and there goes the applause from the crowd as the judge goes back to his box beyond the dugout, and uh, the umpires go out to take their positions on the field, and the National League has taken the field as they go out the dugout, and here's Fred Hoy for a play-by-play description. Take it away, Fred. Here we are. And once more, I'll give you that batting order of the American League. Halfway, shortstop. Derringer, second base, DiMaggio, right field, Geary, first base, Abel, center field, Rick Bell, catch, Ratcliffe, left, Inky Higgins on third, and Grove is picking. And in the field for the National League, Luke Collins on first base, Billy Herman is on second, Leo DeRose is playing short, Pinky Whitney's on third, Joe Medwick is in left, Augie Galan in center, and Frank Demery is in right. He is out there now, warming up with Gabby Hyman, Luke Appling, step to the bat. And once more, Luke Appling is 25 years old, stands 5'10", weighs 175. Luke Appling was born in Philadelphia, he now makes his home in High Point, North Carolina. Last season, he batted 307, he's now batting 375, he's number second in the batting order. There's a call strike on Appling. All strike on Luke Appling. Now, Dizzy's ready, starts his motion, and here's the pitch again. Another call strike, two strikes on Appling. Boy, how that team is buzzing him in there. Well, he's two strikes. Two and nothing. And here it comes. Foul. Right field, foul ground. Coaching at first base for the Americans is Joe Cohen, manager of the Boston Red Sox, and at third base coaching is Art Fletcher. Too high, ball one. Two strikes, one ball. The down on Epling. Two and one. And this is he in motion. Here it comes. Too high and close. Ball two. Two and two. This is he to be working very fast out there. Out on Appling is 2-2. Two two. Next batter is Garinger. Following Garinger is Joe DiMaggio. 2 and 2. And here he comes. And the foul. First base reaches. 2-2 two, two and 2. Down by the place, Gene Quinn. At first base, Bill Summers. At second, Bill Stewart. And at third, Louis Cole. Two high and close, ball three, three and two. Look out on Epling. Three and two. Now did he start his motion? And here it comes. Another foul over the roof. Still three and two. Three balls, two strikes. Three and two. Now did he start the rubber? Start his wind up. Here it comes. Too high and he walks. Luke Appling gets the base on ball. That brings up Tally Garinger, second baseman from Detroit, left-hand batter. Tally is 33 years old, stands 5'11", weighs 180. Tally was born in Farmerville, Michigan, now lives in Detroit, Michigan. Last season, he batted 330. He's now batting 366. He's number three in American League in batting, being led by Luke Gehrig and Luke Appling. Been in three All-Star games and has batted 444 in the three games. A call strike on Garrington. 
One of the greatest second basemen of all time. Right in the class with Larry Leslie, Eddie Collins, and Johnny Evers. There's a foul out there left field, foul ground. Over goes Whitney Ford and Pinky Cartridge. And the count on Garinger is two strikes. Second baseman, I failed to mention just a moment ago, Frankie Frisch, Chicago manager with a great second base. Doing nothing. Two strikes on Garrett, happening on first, nobody out. And the foul in the press box. <laughs> no <laughs> This press box certainly is jammed. We have writers from all over the country. Big Cranland rides over there, Bill Cunningham, Damon Runyon. There's a pump fly down to DeRozier short. Field takes it. Garinger pops out to DeRozier short. One man gone. And here comes that sensational Joe DiMaggio from San Francisco. Joe is 21 years old, stands 6 feet tall, weighs 185. He was born in Martinez, Martinez, California, now lives in San Francisco. Batting 358 for the Yankees. Last year was San Francisco. He batted 399. And there's a crowd at Ella Whitney. Fourth play at second. And a double play at first. Joe DiMaggio hits into a double play. DiMaggio. Grounds to Whitney at third. Whitney goes to Billy Herman on second, forcing Appling. Then Herman gets that ball over to Collins at first base and doubles up DiMaggio. That double play went around the horn. Third to second to first. Lefty Grove gets a great hand as he steps to the mound for the American League team. I repeat that first inning. Batter number one is Luke Kaplan. He walks. Charlie Garinger, batter number two, pops out to Jerusalem or short. Then Joe DiMaggio hit a double play. With the third baseman to Herman, the second. Baseman forcing Appling. And Herman gets that ball over the first base and double up DiMaggio. Here comes Augie Galland, the center fielder. Batter number one for the Hatch. Augie is 23 years old, stands 5'11 and weighs 164. Last season, Augie batted 314, now batting 284. This is his first All-Star game. His home is in Berkeley, California. A little bit confusing here, fans. The players are using their regular numbers to the for their home teams. We have four number fours on the American League team. Too high, ball one. <laughs> one nothing, one ball. The count on Galan, right-hand batter. Augie Galan from the Chicago Cup. Now let's see shots his motion. And here it comes. A call strike on Augie. One and one. One ball, one strike. McKechnie, the D's manager, is coaching at third base for the Nationals, and Pine Trainer, Pittsburgh manager, is coaching at first. Right two, Augie swings. Two strikes, one ball, two and one on Cullen. Well, in the last half of the first inning, it's been no score. Two and one. 
And here comes. And he's called on a strike. Augie Galan, he's called on a strike. That brings up Billy Herman, the second base right hand batter for the Chicago Cubs. Billy is 26 years old, stands 5'11, weighs 185. Last season, Billy batted 341, fifth in the National League of Batting, now batting 316. His home is in New Albany, Indiana. And they fly to right field to DiMaggio. Joe takes it. Herman flies out to DiMaggio in right field. Brings up Rip Collins, the first baseman. Rip is a switch batter. He's up there right-handed now against Southpaw Grove. Rip is 30 years old, stands 5'9 and a half, weighs 165. Last season, Rip batted 313. He's now batting 329. Collins was born in Nelson, of Pennsylvania. He now lives in Rochester, New York. One ball. Here's the count on Rip. Now, let's be shot to wind up. Here comes. High and wide. Ball two. Two and I think two men gone were the last half of first. There's been no score in this game. Two and I think. Two and I think. Foul. Over the room, strike. Two and one. Two balls, one strike. Two and one. Rip Collins batting. Next batter is Joe Medrick. Following Joe is Frank Devers. Last season, 
Lou batted 329, now batting 389 to lead the American League in batting. Lou has been in three all-star games and has failed to make a hit. His home is in New Rochelle, New York. Outside, ball one. One and nothing, one ball. Too high, ball two. Two and nothing, two balls, no strikes. Now to the ready to pitch. Stepped off the mound. Too high, ball three. Three and nothing on Gary. Following Gary is early room. Then comes Rick Farrell. Gary gets the base on balls. Gary walks. Early room. Benefila from Cleveland now batting. Paulie Murray. Little is 33 years old. Stands five ten and a half. Weighs 165. Last season, Earl batted 288, now batting 348. He's been in two all-star games, he's been to bat five times, and has made three hits on an average of 600. He was born in Snohomish, Washington. He now lives in Cleveland. There's a foul. Back near the screen. Gabby Hadley goes back for the concrete. Strikes the screen. One strike in April. Gary on first base, nobody else. We're in the first half, the second, and there's been no score. Now, is he ready? Two low, ball one, one and one. One ball, one strike. One and one. And a pass fly. Back of the Roger, Bill backs up for his under, and he takes it. Abel flies out to the Roger short. One man gone, Rick Perl. Red Sox catcher batting. Right hand batter. Rick is 29 years old, stands 5'11, weighs 170. Last season, Rick batted 301, now batting 297. Then the one all-star game, been about three times and failed to make a hit. Born in Durham County, North Carolina, now lives in Guilford, North Carolina. All strike on whip. Derrick on first base, one man gone. All strike. Strike two. Two strikes on whip, though. One ball. Two and one. Two strikes, one ball. And Rick Farrell is calling on strike. Three call strikes on Rick Farrell. That brings up Ray. Rip, left rip, left fielder from the Chicago White Sox. Left hand batter. Rip is 29 years old, stands 5'10", weighs 175. Last season, Rip batted 286, he's now batting 375. It's his first all-star game. He was born in Kyle, Oklahoma. He now lives in Pittsburgh, Oklahoma. And, and a foul ball. 
One strike. One strike on Ratcliffe. Gary's on first base, two men gone. Now, the city team is ready. One strike on left. He goes over to first, and they get Mr. Garrett napping off that bag. Dizzy Dean whips that ball over to Collins, and they get Garrett napping off first base. Dizzy Dean to Collins, they get Garrett off first. The final marking out the first half of the second. Well, we're going to last half of the second inning. There's been no score in this all-star game. Sitting for the Americans is Lexi Gold, and for the Nationals, Dizzy Dean. Champions record for the world here in the first box today, sending Demon London's baseball story. Name is Teddy McElroy. Good to have all the champion writers here. Look around. Well, here we go. The last half of the second, the first batter is Frank Demery. Demery, right feet of the right-hand batter. Frank is 25 years old, stands 5'11 and a half, weighs 185. Last season, Frank batted 325, now batting 328. Born in Woodland, California, now lives in Los Angeles. Ball strike on Frank. One another one strike. Let's 
That's a three-bagger for Gabby Hanna. A terrific drive out there to Joe DiMaggio. Joe came tearing in for it. And the ball gets slammed and went to the fence. 404 feet for a triple. And the first run of the game. Emory scoring from first base on the triple. Scores down national one. American nothing. Out of the sweet drive. Joe out there didn't lay that ball any too safe. Now we have Pinky with me, third baseman, right-hand batter up. There they fly to deep center. Abel backs up for it, near the fence. He takes it. And here comes Gabby scoring after catch. Whitney flies out to Abel, deep center field. And after catch, Hartner scores to third base with a second run for the national. That brings up Leo DeRozier. Cut stop, right-hand batter. Leo said he is old, stands 5'10", weighs 160. Foul, strike. Last season, Leo batted 265. He's now batting 301. Leo was born in Wood, Springfield, Massachusetts. He now makes his home in Cincinnati. One thing, one strike. Two low. Ball one, one and one. Don't often see that Joe DiMaggio play a ball like that. There's a single to center field by Leo. DeRozier single to center field. And Abel lets the ball go through him. He recovers. And Leo tries to take second base. And it's thrown out. Abel to Affleck. DeRozier single to center field. And when the ball got rolled between Abel's legs, rolled away from about 10 feet, Leo trying to go to second base. And was thrown out. Abreu to Appling the shortstop. And Abreu to second base. Did he see him, Abby? Pitcher, right-hand batter. Did he 25 years old? Stands 6 feet 3 and 3 quarters. Weighed 189. Did he was born in Holdenville, Oklahoma. He now lives in Bradenton, Florida. Right. Right, too. He brings two strikes on, did he? Two enemies. And Dean strikes out. I'm going to repeat that inning again. Demery, batter number one, single to left. Gabby Hartner, triple by DeMarcio. Out there in right field, scoring Demery for first base. And Vicky Whitney, right after Abel, deep center field, and after catch, Hartner scores third base. And DeRozier, single to center field. And when Abel let the ball go through his legs and rolled away about 10 feet, Leo tried to go to second base and was thrown out. Abel to Appling the shortstop. And Diddy Dean stuck out. Well, I'll turn you over to the line of travel. Now, here you are, Lance. Thank you very much, Fred. That was certainly a swell inning to watch, fans, when Demarain single with the first hit of the game. And that was a line drive to right by Gabby Hartnett. It was a terrific drive which went through to Maggio, as Fred told you. And it was scored as a triple for Hartnett. And then on that long fly, Earl Averill had to go out to the almost the 407-foot marker out in center field in order to get the long fly which followed uh, for the scoring of Gabby Hartnett from third base. And here's Fred Coy now to give you the play-by-play. Here's the flag flip up. We're going to the first half of the third. What is it for? National two, American nothing. 
rising foul. Strike one one. Radford was at bat in the second inning when Lou Garrett was caught napping off first base. One and one. Foul to screen. Strike two. Two strike, one ball. Right foot batting, and here's the pitch. Two low balls, two, two and two. Two and two. And it's on right back to Dean, and Dizzy throws him out of first base. Dean, the pitcher, throws out right foot at first. That brings up Frank Sinky. Sinky Higgins, the third base on the athletics. He's 47 years old, stands six feet tall, weighs 180. Last season, Vicky got a 296, he's now batting 285. He was born in Red Oak, Texas. He now lives in Dallas, Texas. All strike, one and one on Higgins. One and one. Strike two, he swings, two strikes, one ball. Pitches are now warming up. In left field, there's Jimmy Wilson warming up. Kyle Hubble, and in right field, Jack Shuley is warming up schoolboy role. There's a high foul going over in the grandstand. Rip Collins can't reach it. The count is two balls, two strikes. On Higgins. Gone when the first half of third. Here it comes. And Piggy strikes out. Foul tip caught by Gabby Hartman. Higgins strikes out. That brings up Lefty Gold, the pitcher. Lefty's a red hot favorite here in Boston. Pitches to the Red Sox. Lefty is 36 years old, stands six feet two and one half, weighs 175. Last season, Lefty won 20 games and lost 12. So far, he's won 11 and lost 3. His home is in Lana Coning, Maryland. One strike on Lefty. How did he start to wind up? Here it comes. Outside, ball one. One and one on close. One ball and one strike. Dizzy just served a slow ball. Just flowed over the... Robert a little too close and flowed over the plate. Ball two. Go in one. Two balls, one strike. Foul. Strike two. Two and two on lefty. Two balls, two strikes. Two in 
three. Right. On second. Medwick. Coming on first base. Two up. Now, Grove is ready. Here it comes. And they fly to left. That's the attraction. You can reach that. He's over for it. Nice running catch. Nice running catch by this Radcliffe over near the foul line in left. Medwick flies out to Radcliffe in left. Very pretty running catch by Rip. I'm going to turn you over to Linus Sanders. Here you are, Linus. Just for a second, Bob, we'll take time out, Sam, for safe identification. We're broadcasting this all-star game between the National All-Stars and the American League All-Stars. We're the National League field in Boston. And the score at the end of the third inning is National Leaguers 2 and American Leaguers nothing. This is the Yankee Network and the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGM Good News Square, Chicago. Now, Paul Kuhmuller from the New York Giants is now pitching for the Nats. On the first part of the field, Carl will be the leadoff man, Luke Havlin. Havlin walked the first time up. But right the first half, the fourth inning was for an ass with two Americans nothing. Now starts his motion. Here it comes. A ball strike on Luke. One other good strike. There's a foul out there in right field. Foul ground. Over goes Henry Ford. He makes a nice running catch of that. I didn't think of trying to reach that ball. Nice running catch. That foul ball by Frank Henry, the right fielder. Havling fouled out to Demery, the right fielder. One man gone. Charlie Garrett's about it. Charlie popped out to DeRozier's short first time up. Now Kyle starts in motion. There's a clean hit to right field by Garringer. Charlie Garringer lines a single to right. Joe DiMaggio about it. Joe hit a little double play the first time up. By the, by the way, fans, the three innings that Dizzy Dean worked, he allowed no hits, and two men reached first base. Two walks, one to Appling in the first, one to Gary in the second. Two men reached first base on Dizzy Dean. All strike on DiMaggio. One strike. Yeah, you're on first base and one out. Foul. Strike two. Two strikes on Joe. Go so another two strikes. Go so another. on first. One out. Abo goes over to first. Too late to get Charlie. Two another. Two strikes. There's a foul ball in the left field foul ground. Two 
Two strikes on DiMaggio. Now, Hubble is ready. And here it comes. And they high fly the dummy to Graham. Leo DeRosa goes back for it. And Leo's on it. He takes it to retire, Joe. DiMaggio flies out to DeRosa at short. Two men are gone. Duke Eric Belling. Blue walk the first time up. Americans have a man on first base. Two out. That is Luke Eric. And there's a ball gets away from Honda. I don't know whether they're going to score that a Pass ball, or a wild pitch. That's a pass ball. Shot to Gabby Hyman. Garinger goes to second. On a pass ball. Ball got away from Gabby Hyman. Rolled about 10 feet away from the plate. Garinger going to second. On a pass ball. One ball to count on Gehrig. And the grounder. Nice shot by Collins. Hubble covered first. He takes the through. And the runner is retired. Sends the ground down to the right to Rip Collins, the first base of Rip, made a nice stop of that ball. He knocked it down, picked it up, threw to Hubble, who covered first base, and Gehrig was retired. Mark Kennedy, first half, the fourth inning, here's Nationals 2, Americans nothing, looking for the Nationals, down with Carl Hubble, and for the Americans, in comes Fulmore Rowe, from Detroit. Fulmore Rowe, now in the pitch for the Americans.
one strike. Good old ball one. One and one, one ball and one strike. Playing that ball out of Foley out there. Boring, uh, Demery. 
And Whitney Dodds, he'll fly to Avon in deep Philippines. Abe Gabby Sachs, fourth third after catch. Stand by her. Now, Hubble's running. We're going to third down to fifth. Ball strike on her. One other thing, one strike. Wow, strike two. Do anything to strike? Too high, ball one. Two strikes, one ball.
Ratcliffe, Brian Ratcliffe, Ratcliffe. Starts to hit in the short left center. Brings up Pinky Higgins. Pinky fan the first time up. Man on first base, two up. That's hit number two for the Americans in this ballgame. The other hit was made by Tally Garinger. A single of the fourth. One strike. Pinky swings. And a foul outside of third. Thank you. Both third basemen carry the nickname Pinky. Both come from Philadelphia and both live in Texas. Pinky Whitney in San Antonio and Pinky Higgins in Dallas. Next up, two two strikes on Higgins. Two and two strikes on Higgins. Last up on first base and two out. <laughs> Higgins is called out on strike. Pinky Higgins is called out on strike. Second time Pinky is fanned. Before the end of the first half, the fifth inning of Nationals 2, American nothing. Searching for the Nationals now is Carl Hubble and for the American schoolboy role. The first batter for the Nationals going to last half, the fifth inning, is Carl Hubble. National scored two in the second. Demery opened that second with a single and scored on Hardness triple. And Hartman scored on Whitney's outfield fly to table and center. Here's Carl Hubble coming up. Carl is 32 years old, stands 6 feet tall, weighs 170. Last season, Hubble won 23 games and lost 12. So far, he's won 10 and lost 5 this season. He was born in Cartage, Missouri. And he now lives in Meeker, Oklahoma. Well, here we go. Last half of it. Bill Summers, the American League, is now umpiring at the plate. Bill Stewart is umpiring at first, at second, Louis Cole, and at third, Dean Grid of the National League. And a puff fly down to Garinger's second base. Charlie takes it. Hubble. Up top to Garinger, second base. One man down. Augie Galan coming up. Augie called on strike the first time up. The second time up, he flied out to center field. Thank you. 
hit. That ball hit that pole out there in right field, and consequently, it is ruled a home run. It's the foul ball and bounded into the bleachers foul, but it's stuck on fair territory, and Augie Gallant is present for the home run. That ball stuck the strike pole on the foul line in right field, 300 feet away from the plate. The ball bounced into the bleachers. Bill Summers has ruled a home run. I believe there's some, there's some standing over the ground rules here on that. That's why we hesitated for a moment. See what these umpires are going to call that. Now the, the managers are all surrounding teams with me. And Ed Bill will take me down here. And Joe Cullen, Joe McCarty, and they're arguing with Steve Wynn. Ball hit that flag ball first in the middle and found it into the into the bleachers foul. But it's stuck on third ground and is a home run. Through home run for Hoggy Glenn. That brings up Billy Hammond. For now Nancy Free, American Bunny. That's the first time I've ever seen that ball hit like that here in Boston. Billy Hammond Bunny. Ball one. First time up, Billy slide out to right. Second time up, Herman walk. Too high, ball two. Two nothing on Herman. No nothing, the ball's no strike. Second base, 
the fifth, Galan hit a home run. And Herman singled, Collins walked, Joe Medrick singled the left, scored Herman with the Nationals' fourth run. Here's Gabby Hutton coming to bat. Gabby tripled the first time up. Second time up, he grounded out. Playing left field for the American town. Boots Garland from Detroit. Call strike. Call strike on Hartnett. One other one strike. Outside and low, ball one. One and one on Hartman, one ball and one strike. One and one. There's a corner. Down to Appling is short. Look, throws the first, and he gets Gabby. Appling is short, throws out Hartman at first. One man gone, the last of six. Dickey Whitney batting. Whitney flied out the first time up. Runs scoring out to catch center field. The second time up, Pinky single to center field. Right hand batter. He lays a barnacle foul. One strike on Pinky. One nothing, one strike. There comes. Foul is green. Thank you. Two strikes on Whitney. Two other things, two strikes. Here's the pitch coming. Too high and close. Ball one. Two strikes, one ball. Two high and close, ball two, two and two on Whitney, two balls, two strikes. Two and two. And Piggy is called on a strike. Whitney is called out on strike. Two men are gone. Leo Drew is a batting. Leo single center field the first time up. Second time up, Leo fans. Look on. Power screen. One strike on Leo.
strike. There's a high foul. Lou Gehrig comes in for it. And Lou makes the put out. Hits him down in fairground. DeRosa pops out to Gehrig. The first baseman. The final national out in the last half of the sixth. Score at the end of the sixth inning is National 4. American nothing. Looking for the national Carl Hubble and for the American schoolboy role. Station identification plans are broadcasting direct from the National League field in Boston. This is the Yankee Network and the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGN Tribune Square, Chicago. And here's Brett Hoy. Chris Davis. Chicago Cubs is now pitching for the next. Right-hander, Chris Davis. Chris is 29 years old, stands 6 feet 3, weighs 185. Last season with the Bills, he pitched in 44 games. He won 16 and lost 14. So far this season with the Bills and Cubs, he's won seven and lost seven. This is his first All-Star game. David was born in Greenfield, Missouri, and now lives in Azusa, California. <laughs> All strike on the batter, Lou Gehrig. Lou walked the first time up, second time up he got it out. Ball one. 
Davis, right-hander from the Cubs, now pitching for the Nationals. Back to Davis and Kurt throws him out of first base. Davis, the pitcher, throws out Dickey at first. That brings up Cool Scotland, left fielder, left hand batter. The Goose is 34 years old, stands 511, weighs 185. Last season, he batted 292, he's now batting 321. His home is in Salem, New Jersey. Ball one. One other thing, one ball. Ball strike. That home run, by the way, made by Lou Gehrig, was his first hit in his fourth All-Star game. A home run. Ball two. Out on Garvin, two balls, one strike. Two in one. Two low. Ball three. Three in one. Three in one. Three balls, one strike. Now, it comes. A call strike on the goose. Three and two. Three balls and two strikes. Three and two. And there's a going with right to Harlan. Billy knocks it down. He can't handle it. Let's see what they're scoring at. That looks very much like a hit. That's the base hit. Mark Osmond. Ground ball to the right of Billy Herman, the second baseman. Billy went over, knocked down with his gloved hand, but he couldn't handle the ball. And the batter, Carson, is credited with a hit. That's the base hit for the goose. Jimmy Fox is coming to bat for Dinky Higgins. Jimmy Fox of the Red Sox is coming to bat for Dinky Higgins. Jimmy is 27 years old, stands 5'11", weighs 185. Last season of the A's, the athletic Jimmy batted 346. He's now batting 331, and he's hit 22 home runs so far this season. To lead the field in home runs. He's been in two all-star games. He's been about eight times in all-star games. He's made four hits for an average of 500. He was born in... Dalvinsville, Maryland, now lives in Jenkintown, Pennsylvania. Cold strike on Jimmy, right-hand batter. One other thing, one strike. Outside. Ball one. One and one. And a high foul over by the stand. Hodges goes over for it. Rip Collins goes over. It lands on the top of the American league dugout and bounds into the grandstand. Wouldn't be the account on Jimmy Fox. He is two strikes and one ball. Both starting on first base and two men gone. 
over. In the first half, the seventh inning, and the score is Nationals four, Americans one.
third time up in the sixth inning. Hamlin right out to center field. He's up there now. The base is loaded and two out. Delco on first, Fox on second, and Goswell on third. Now Kurt Davis starts his motion, and here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. One another good ball. Ball strike. One and one on loop, one ball and one strike.
warm up for the Nationals. The bullpen in left field. Oh, Gary Hartness just gone into a huddle with Lon Warnicke. This is the first time he got into his face. Warnicky faced him last fall in the World Series. Too high, ball one. Warnicky one ball. And on first and second and two outs. One ball. Too close, ball two. Challenger. I can sustain four hits in this big seventh. Four three runs. Two and two balls and no strikes. Outside, ball three. Three and three balls and no strikes. Out on Gallinger.
Last season, Ron pitched in 42 games. He won 20 and lost 13. So far this season, he's won eight and lost four. This is his first all-star game. Wallachie Holmes in both Ida, Arkansas. Goes out to Godwin in left field. 
The final national out in the last half of the seven. Final score at the end of the seventh inning is National 4, American 3. Pitching for the Americans now is Mel Harder and for the Nationals, Lauren Wernicke. Third base of Whitney, he fumbled, 
Robinson goes to first and gets his man. Good pass recovery by Piggy Whitney at third baseman. Chapman, center guarder, down to Whitney at third. Piggy fumbled that ball for a moment, made a quick recovery, threw to Collins at first base and retired Chapman. Gary going to second on the out. That was not his sacrifice. That brings up Bill Dickey to catch it. Bill Dickey coming up. Waiting for Wanagy to pitch now. Man on second base, hand one out. Hello, ball one. Yeah, the old tying run on second base. One ball. One ball. Too high. Ball two. Two and nothing. Two and nothing. Two and nothing. Two balls. No strike. There's a runner down to Herman a second. Billy throws the first he gets, Bill. Gary going to third on the out. Herman a second, throws out. Dickey at first. Gary going to third on the out. Both Carswell, a man on third base and two out. We're in the first half of the eighth inning. For National Four, American Three. Ready? Dr. Moses. Here comes the big one. 
Ball strike on Mel. Mel has that very peculiar stance to bat. He cocks his right leg as it as the pitch comes up. One strike. Two low. Ball one. One and one on Mel. One ball and one strike. Two, two and one, two balls, one strike. Dark was too low. Two and one, two balls and one strike. Too close. Ball three, three and one now. Three balls, one strike. One man gone, we're in the last half of the evening. Four nationals, four American three. Strike on Mel, and the count is now three balls to strike. Three and two. Three and two. There's a guard, it's a hit. To the right of that wing, into left, that's a base hit. Now left, starting for Demery, singles to Appling's right, into left field. Gabby triple the first time up. The other two times at bat, Gabby was thrown out of first base. Too high, ball one. Now on on first base, one out.
Frank on move eight. Ellard is on first base. Two men are gone. Now, 
Morning, he starts his motion. Here it comes. A ball strike, three and two. Three balls, two strikes on point. Three and two. And a foul tip dropped by Gabby Hyder. Gabby couldn't hold that one. And Planky Cross said he gets the line. Out on Plank, it's three and two. Three and two. Three balls, two strikes. Rossetti strikes out. Rossetti batting for Harder, strikes out. One man gone in the first tonight. Luke Appling batting. There at the grounder, Jarrah Herman a second.